Hello, Cryptonauts. Today we are recording for January 11, 2021. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. I'm your host, Blockchain John. Alright, Cryptonauts, first reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for Cryptocurrency Chat, in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you're interested in collaborating with me or becoming a sponsor, you can reach out to me through that Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's get started with your top 10 coins by market cap. Starting off with Bitcoin, settling at $47,273.42 with a 0.7% loss. Second place, Ethereum, settling at $1,804.10 with a 2.7% loss. Third place, Tether, settling at $0.99 with a 0.1% loss. Fourth place, Cardano, settling at $0.87 with a 5.6% loss. Fifth place, XRP, settling at $0.60 with a 4.4% loss. And sixth place, Polkadot, settling at $28.18 with a 3.7% loss. Seventh place, Binance Coin, settling at $129.40 with a 3% loss. Eighth place, Litecoin, settling at $214.82 with a 5.2% gain. And ninth place, Chainlink, settling at $34.33 with a 9.9% gain. And tenth place, Bitcoin Cash, settling at $685.22 with a whopping 18.4% gain. Awesome. Your overall total market cap is at $1.496 trillion, down by 1.1%. Alright, let's get started with your crypto news of the day. Alright, Cryptonauts, next reminder, we are using Decrypt.co to get our daily news as well as CoinGecko.com to get our daily stats. Make sure you collect your daily candies like I just did right now. Nice. Alright, first news coming in from Matt Husey, crypto market drops $60 billion as investors fear correction is coming. It was a bad weekend for the cryptocurrencies after Bitcoin hit $40,000. The global market cap soared past the $1 trillion market. This weekend put a damper on things. The total market cap is now hovering below $940 billion, losing 17% of the past 24 hours alone, according to data company Nomix. That's a 60% billion lost each. Alright, that's old news. Next news. Actually, it's all old news, technically. Uh, next news written by Sharyuwa Malwa. Kim.com officially joins the Bitcoin Cash movement. Kim.com, political activist and founder of the now defunct file hosting service Mega Upload, has officially joined the Bitcoin Cash community as per a tweet this morning. I'm here with officially joining the efforts to make Bitcoin Cash the leading electronic cash solution in the world. I will help to accelerate the use of BCH with real world and online vendors and to increase the user base. I know how to do this. Join me. Hashtag Bitcoin. Hashtag Bitcoin Cash. Written by, tweeted by Kim.com. Okay, next news. Written by Liam Frost. The FCA has five entirely, entirely reasonable concerns about cryptocurrency. The UK Financial Conduct Authority issued a, a consumer warning about the risk of investing in cryptocurrency today, but it wasn't a scaremongering. Instead, it was an acknowledgement of the risk that do exist in the industry. 
in its warning, the FCA lists five main risks and concerns associated with high return investments based on crypto assets, including consumer protection, price volatility, product complexity, charges, and fees, and the market marketing materials. Okay, next news, written by Liam Frost. Elon Musk, endorsement push signal to the top of app charts. A recent endorsement by Tesla CEO Elon Musk has propelled privacy-focused messaging app Signal to the very top of the major app charts, partly thanks to WhatsApp recent recent controversial announcement. Use Signal, tweeted by Elon Musk. Use Signal, Musk tweeted on January 7th, a day after Facebook-owned WhatsApp, one of Signal's competitors began pressuring its users to share their personal data with its parent social media. And of course, nobody wants to do that. So that's why everybody switched over to Signal. Next news, written by Tim Copeland. Bitcoin custodian backed will go public at $2.1 billion valuation. Bitcoin custodian backed will become a publicly traded company, according to the announcement today. The company will be valued at $2.1 billion. Back is merging with VPC Impact Acquisition Holdings in a deal that will result in a combined company called Backed Holdings, which will be listed on the New York Stock Exchange. Awesome. Next news, written by Shaiwa Malwa. Banks were fined $15 billion in 2020, study finds. The world's biggest financial institutions racked up over $12.79 billion in fines in 2020. A study released today found the most common violations were anti-money laundering breaches were, which are put in place to prevent criminals from distinguishing illegally obtained funds as legitimate income. Of all violators, U.S. banks paid up the biggest fines, more than 12 fines worth a cumulative $9.38 billion were levied on the country's banks for various lapses. Australian banks were on the list and rack, racked up $981 million. $919 million came of that from the country's second largest bank, Westpac, which was found guilty in connections with failing to check money laundering and counterterrorism breaches. Ooh, banks in China's were fined uh, the most in Asia, followed by Iran, Chinese banks, incurred over $87 million in connections with various money laundering cases. Iran's future bank was charged $37 million by courts in Bahrain after three banks officially found guilty of money laundering. Okay, there you go. Next news, written by Scott Chaplina. Bitcoin's price suffers biggest daily drop in history. Uh, after reaching all-time highs, after all-time high, Bitcoin's price was ended the dire need of a correction. Quote, Bitcoin's parabolic rise is unsustainable in the near term, vulnerable to setback, tweeted Scott Minard, a global chief investment officer at investment giant Guggenheim Partners. At about 5 a.m. UTC on Monday morning, as Bitcoin's price began to fall. It wasn't wrong. Over the last 24 hours, Bitcoin's price fell from $9,000, hitting, uh, hitting a low of $32,000. At one point, it fell $3,000 in under two hours. This extreme price volatility upturned a lot of future traders liquidating $1.1 billion in long positions. And in a real dollar terms, today's losses represent the biggest Bitcoin's crash ever. But what caused a sudden downturn and what will happen next? A sudden market correction. Price corrections have simply been part of the parcel of bull runs in the past. And today's price action is no different. Quote, 
this Bitcoin price drop should not seem unusual to anybody who has been following the space since 2017 boom. Uh, Dmitry Yushakov, chief commercial officer at BitRiver, told Decrypt. During 2017's Christmas bull run, Bitcoin's breach, Bitcoin's reach was uh, what was then an all-time high. On, uh, on the way up, we saw a dip similar to what happened today. For example, between November 9th, 2017 and November 13th, 2017, Bitcoin's price dropped 20% between $7,459 and $5,950. Okay, so there you go. It is normal. The market just has to reset and then go back to all-time highs. Like I said, stack, sats, and hodl. Next news, written by Liam Frost. Bitcoin is Amazon. In early 2000s, uh, says former Trump advisor Anthony Scaramucci, American financier and founder of global investments firm Skybridge Capital, compared Bitcoin, BTC, to the early days of Amazon during a recent episode of What Bitcoin Did, the podcast published on January 4th. Quote, I think Bitcoin in is Amazon in 2000, 2001, or 2002. It's out there. It's a winter. It's a it's it's a winner. But it's still. Jeez, let's do that again. I think Bitcoin is Amazon in 2000, 2001, to or 2002. It's out there. It's a winner. But it's still in the very very early stages of it. And by the way, if you looked at Amazon stock charts 97 or 02, you're like, oh geez, I missed this. The thing went from. A fraction of a share to a gigantic amount of market capitalization, says Scaramucci. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. And that's what Bitcoin is going to do and continue to do. Next news written by Adriana Hamacher. 10 countries that don't tax Bitcoin gains in 2021. Tax liability is a major source of concern for anyone invested in Bitcoin and other digital assets. In some... Some have described it as nothing short of a nightmare. But while some countries are putting pressure on investors and levying taxes or income on capital gains from Bitcoin transactions, many are taking a different approach, often with the aim of promoting better adoptions and innovation within the crypto industry. They've implemented friendlier legislations and allow investors to buy, sell, or hold digital assets with no tax liability. Here's our list of the top crypto-friendly tax jurisdictions updated for 2021 belarus belarus is taking an experimental approach to, to cryptocurrencies okay let's just i don't want to go into the details uh, next is number two germany germany offers a unique take on taxi taxing digital currencies such as bitcoin okay number three hong kong it isn't a country per se but a special administrative region of china with theoretical autonomy over its own affairs Okay, number four, Malaysia. In Malaysia, cryptocurrency transactions are currently tax-free, and cryptocurrencies don't qualify for capital gains tax because digital currencies are not considered assets or legal tender by authorities. Number five, Malta. The government of the so-called blockchain island recognizes Bitcoin as a unit of account, medium or exchange, or a store of value. Number six, Portugal. Portugal has one of the most crypto-friendly tax regimes in the world. Number seven, Singapore. Capital gains tax does not exist in Singapore, so neither individuals nor corporations holding cryptocurrencies are liable. Number eight, Slovenia. Slovenia is another country that treats individuals and businesses separately under its cryptocurrency tax system. Number 
1999, Switzerland. It's no surprise that Switzerland, the home of the innovation hub known as Crypto Valley, has one of the most forward-thinking tax policies too. Number 10. Bermuda. There's another type of country that doesn't tax cryptocurrency gains, of course, tax havens where digital assets aren't singled out for special con uh, considerations, but which have a blanket low-tax regime. Alright, next news, written by uh, Renee Millman and Jason Nelson. How to buy Bitcoin with PayPal 2021 update. In November 2020, PayPal announced that all account holders in the U.S. would be able to buy and sell cryptocurrencies, including Bitcoin, through its platform. The news followed its announcements in October 2020 that it would introduce options for cryptocurrency buying and selling through a partnership with Paxos Crypto Brokerage. Today, we are announcing the launch of a new service that will enable customers to buy, hold, and sell hashtag cryptocurrencies directly from their PayPal accounts, tweeted PayPal. Alright, how to buy Bitcoin using PayPal? First, you need a PayPal account, of course. Second, next, uh, select the cryptocurrency you wish to buy. You can choose Bitcoin, Ethereum, Bitcoin Cash, and Litecoin. And then, before you can continue, you'll need to confirm some of your information. Agree to PayPal's cryptocurrencies, terms, and conditions. Next is the fun part. Buying Bitcoin and enter the amount you'd like to buy. In this case, $10. A helpful note explains that the price of Bitcoin varies depending on when you pull the trigger. Exchange rates includes a spread of uh, spread and refreshes frequently until you buy or sell. Select next to move on to the next screen. The bank accounts or credit card debit you, your PayPal account is associated with appears. Then you select next, review the purchase, and make a purchase. Let's see. Uh, the fees range from fifty cents under twenty or for purchase under twenty five dollars. To 1.5% for transactions above $1,000. Okay, and after you purchase it, your account will be updated with your crypto info. Return to the home page, and that's your that's your crypto. Buying Bitcoin on other sites using PayPal. It's worthy. It's worth noting that PayPal restricts users to holding crypto on its platform. It can't yet be transferred out of PayPal's digital wallet, other than to make purchases, which at one point it's converted into fiat at point of sale. For PayPal's terms and condi conditions, the crypto in your account cannot be transferred to other accounts on or off PayPal. Okay. If you want to use PayPal to buy PayPal from other sources, such as exchanges, in order to retain full ownership, of your Bitcoin, your options are limited. Relatively few sites support it as a payment method. Okay, what platforms can be used to convert PayPal funds to Bitcoin? First up, you'll need a PayPal account, obviously. You'll also need to set up a wallet to receive your Bitcoin. These are software hardware cryptocurrency wallets that can store your public and private keys, allowing you to send and receive cryptocurrencies. Right, right, right. Uh, let's see. Xcoins is another exchange site. It started out as peer to peer lending, pl uh, lending platform in connection with Bitcoin lenders to borrowers okay and then Paxful and localbitcoins.com uh, what else PayPal fees pretty high and that's that's it okay cool next one next news written by written by Jose Antonio Lanz Ethereum's second largest crash brings price below $1,000 
If you thought Bitcoin's investors were having a rough day, you might want to avoid looking at Ethereum's charts. In less than 24 hours, the largest altcoin in the crypto market went from $1,255 to $905, canceling all the gains of the previous week. Alright, that's old news. Next news, we want to see some... If it's old news, we want it to be relevant. Next news, uh, written by Adriana... No, correction, Andrew Hayward. Pay this hacker's Bitcoin or your penis stays in the cage. Uh-huh. There's, a, there's been a resurge of internet connection, connected smart devices that offer seeming upgrades to the, to the normal dumb version of other products including features like remote access and control. But here's one smart device you might want to rethink uh, attaching to your body. And yeah, there's a Bitcoin twist. Vice reports today that an app-controlled smart chast- chastity cage product called Cellmate, which locks the wearer's penis without a polycarbonate within a polycarbonate shell, was hacked, with the attacker taking control of the devices and demanding a ransom in Bitcoin from affected users. The attacker reported. <laughs> oh man, the attacker reportedly locked the cage of several victims. And demanded, and demanded a ransom of 0.02 BTC, about $650 as of this writing, to each to free them from the respective cage. <laughs> Your cock is mine now, <laughs> the attacker told one victim, according to a screenshot shared with the vice by security researcher Smalley of VX Underground. Is this real? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, cryptocurrency is typically preferred in ransomware attacks due to difficulty in tracking transactions. Bitcoin is a popular coin for such demands. As seen in some recent high profile ransomware attacks, although privacy centric coins like Monero are also common. <laughs> the, new, the, new, the news comes following an October report about a security flaw that the Cellmate API, which UK security firm Pentest Partners said could leave attacker users permanently trapped. We've discovered a remote attack. <laughs> we, we discovered that remote attackers could prevent the Bluetooth lock from being opened permanently, locking the user in the device, the firm wrote. There is no physical unlock. The tube is locked <laughs> onto a ring worn around the base of the gentles, making things inaccessible. Uh, an angler, grinder, or other suitable heavy tool would be required to cut the wearer free. <clears throat> oh, man. Ah. That's. Almost every company and product is going to have some kind of vulnerability in its lifetime. Maybe not as bad as this one, but some, something. Uh, pen test partner security researchers Alex Lomas told Vice, It's important that all companies have a way for researchers to contact them and that they keep in touch with them. Yeah, yeah. Alright, next news. Written by... Written by... Come on, still loading. Really? Written by, hello, Tim Hockey. Crypto Twitter divided following Trump's social media ban. Uh, in the wake of Wednesday's storming of the U.S. Capitol by pro-Trump writers, tech companies and social media companies have raced to expel the movement's members from their platforms. President Donald Trump himself was unceremoniously booted from Twitter due to the risk of further incitement of violence following hot on the heels of his suspension from Facebook. Meanwhile, the right-leaning social media platform Parler, uh, which has played host to numerous in- inflammatory comments relating to the rights, was taken offline after Amazon refused to service as cloud infrastructure soon after it was banned by Google and Amazon from their app store. 
Okay, next news written by Jason Nelson and Robert Stevens. How Bitcoin privacy wallet Wasabi withstood an attack on Tor. All modern onion addresses on the anonymous browser network Tor went offline yesterday after a bug held up held up the system. Single point to, to a DDoS attack and the disruption caused some users of Bitcoin privacy wallets Wasabi to suffer connection issues. Quote, it appears that somebody made their own Tor implementation that fetches directly in uh, directory info in a very rude way. A custom DDoS tool, said Roger uh, Dingledine, a Tor reporter yesterday. Uh, yesterday, then the system overload, overload exposes a bug that kept the network offline. Uh, Black Marketplace, White House Market, and an ASEAN Market message board, HN, and Julian Assange's WikiLeaks were among dozens of popular sites taken offline by the bug. Due to an implementation bug, V3 Onion servers were experimenting instability earlier today. A bug fix is on the way. Everything else in Tor works fine, even when the consensus is a few hours old. And V3 Onion services should be too, tweeted the Tor project. Okay. Next news written by written by Jeff Benson. The deplatforming of Parler is a boon for Bitcoin-friendly gab. With social media uh, website Parler completely offline, rivals social the social network Gab says so picking up users in droves because the two sites have analogs analogous analogs analogs user bases. They lean heavily to the right and both call themselves free speech so social networks. Gab is now absorbing new users and capitalizing on a years-long quest to remove its reliance on third parties and receive customer payments through Bitcoin. It reported 600,000 user, new users yesterday alone. Wow! Meanwhile, Forbes is already writing Parler's obituary. Mm -mm -mm. Wow! Next news, written by Robert Stevens. Institutional investors unfazed by Bitcoin's price crash. Institutional investors are widely perceived to be responsible for Bitcoin's bull run, which lifted the price from $10,500 at the start of October to highs of $40,000 last week. But what goes up can come down. So around that time, Scott Maneard, CIO of Guggenheimer's Investment, the hedge fund, hedge fund that in November announced intentions to invest $530 million into Bitcoin, tweeted that, quote, Bitcoin's parabolic rise is unsustainable in the near term. The price did drop all the way down to $30,538, according to data from Ms. Nassari. So what says Min uh, Minerd con contemporaries whose confidence in digital gold drew droves of investors? Anthony Scaramucci's Trump's one-time one and short-lived communications director, who is the driving force behind the Skybridge Bitcoin Fund for accredited investors, tweeted that he was all-in on Bitcoin, especially on this dip. Nick Carter, chronic, uh, chronic Bitcoin bull and founder of Castle Island Ventures, disclosed after the crash that neither money nor, nor the prospects of losing it brought him happiness. He tweeted that he felt nothing at 40k and I continue to feel nothing. Maybe I'll feel something at 100k. Okay. Eric Waugh, CIO of Arcane Assets, a crypto fund that invests rich people's money, said that the crash is just noise. And Wall thinks the bull run is set to continue, zooming out of fact that Bitcoin can crash to 30, 30k 
is so bullish it's hard to overstate, he said. Okay. And inst institutions and corporations appear to be unfazed by this elevated volatility, he said. Which will... What, what will it take to puncture these men's hearts, which they so start sto what is that sto stolidity stoli sto stoli stoli pretend are forged from steel whatever next news last news of the day written by Jeff Benson new OCC regulations a double-edged sword for crypto sector a week ago, the Office of the Comptroller of the Currency, a bureau of the US, U.S. Treasury responsible for regulating banks, issued a letter stating that the national banks can use blockchains and stablecoins for payment services. Though the news has since been crowded by uh, Bitcoin's rise and crash, as well as political revolt in the nation's capital, capital and a tech revolt on social media, the, implementation, implement, the implications may soon be far-reaching. Banks with a national charter said the OCC may use blockchain and related stablecoins for payment activities. Many, many deemed the news a win for cryptocurrencies, including Circle CEO Jeremy Allaire. His company, along with major crypto uh, crypto exchange Coinbase is responsible for USDC, the second largest stablecoin by market cap. Uh, quote, the new interpretive letter establishes that the banks can treat public chains as infrastructure similar to SWIFT, ACH, and Thadwire, and stablecoins like USDC as electronic store value, stored value, he tweeted. The significance of this case can't be under uh, understated. Quote, all right, so that's it, Cryptonauts. With that said, I will catch you all on the next one. Stack, sats, and huddle. Adios.